Hello, this is the Good Media Podcast, and today we're going to be talking about evangelicalism. My name is Jeremiah Schuler, and on the podcast we have... Hey, I'm Johnny. And... I'm Devante. They don't have last names, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm excited to be talking about evangelicalism. I feel like, honestly, um, this word has been thrown about, and like everybody talks about this word, but really, do we know what the core meaning of this word is, and like kind of going back to our roots of evangelicalism. I think it'd be good to actually have this podcast and kind of flush with these things. And you know what? I don't think we know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, little, I know a little about it. I don't know, like, the in-depth Bit of, of it, but enough to kind of have a little conversation about it, you know, and just help people really look back into it. And my people can probably write this podcast and help us even understand the core meanings of evangelicalism. And where it stands today. Yeah, yeah for me, I mean, I'm coming with the perspective of I didn't do so. Forewarned, I did no research because I'm coming in just full questions. I'm asking you guys, they did the research, um, and I'm just going to try and be the provide the perspective of, of someone who just doesn't know. Before we jump into it, Johnny, tell our viewers like why we're doing this podcast. What? Why yeah. these three young guys want to get together and just talk around a microphone, drink some sodas, and be on their computers and laugh and talk Christian talk? Like, What is the purpose of this? Like, and Johnny, if our viewers are listening, um, Johnny has a heart for this and he kind of put this thing together with his brother Jeremiah and so tell tell us why like what was your heart behind it first of all I came up with the name so that was like 75% of the work <laughs> <laughs> um yes yeah, so, right. it's, it's hard for me to specifically put in the, the correct words for this but way back I don't know how long ago like uh, what like a year maybe two ago we were talking about doing a podcast right and hosting conversations on the podcast about things that Christians normally don't hear, right? The depth of something that we normally don't sit around and communicate about. We, things uh, that we take by assumptions. Yes, things we kind of like, things we take for granted in a way. I've had more of those conversations with people where I talk to someone and uh, present an opinion or something like that. And then we go really deep into like, you know, the details of things and just kind of pull out what is authentically there, right? And uh, Devante, after I, I told him a little bit over the podcast, he said that, what we were really looking for is authentic Christianity. Yeah. So that's kind of what the main, what we're framing the podcast around. We're looking for authentic Christianity and what that means. And we're trying to get rid of all of the cloud around Christianity. And that's why, you know, we're starting with one of those kind of main things, of like the term, you know, evangelicalism. We've got, everyone's heard it before. A lot of people call themselves or don't call themselves that. We all have reason behind it. We all have a feeling attached to it. 80-something percent of us are evangelicals, but none of us actually fundamentally understand what that means and where it stands today. Yeah, yeah. So that's where we're approaching that from. Exactly, yeah. I think that's cool. I feel like, honestly, authentic Christianity is something that we um, need to go back to and look at. Uh, you you mentioned two sides of people. You talked a little bit about lukewarm people earlier when we talked today. I'm um, just like, people who are lukewarm and just like, they just come to Christianity when they need it. And you talked about people who just, they don't talk about the real issues in Christian life, you know, like Christian dating. What does that look like? What are the issues inside Christian dating? You know, like different things that Christian parenthood, like how do ch- Christian children should relate to Christian parents? You know, mm-hmm. how does that work? And when a child becomes an adult, how that relationship still stays in, in a loving, um, respectful, good relationship, you know, different things like that. So I feel like, honestly, like I love that opportunity to just talk real authentic Christianity, how we walk our day-to-day lives. And I agree with you guys. Let's first start off with evangelicalism. Mm-hmm. Well, we, half of us call ourselves evangelicals, man. I I walk around here, everybody's saying evangelicals, and like we're evangelicals, you know. So let's let's talk about that. So I think we can just start, like fundamentally speaking, what the definition of evangelical is. 
right? And um, we're going to go to Wikipedia because we're not that fancy. We're going to keep it nice and humble. And uh, let's just start off. Evangelical Christianity is a worldwide cross-denominational movement with, within Protestant Christianity, which maintains the belief that the essence of the gospel consists of the doctrine of salvation by grace through the faith in Jesus Christ's atonement. Yeah. I know you're like, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Personally for me, um, and I don't know how I, I fit with that definition. That's kind of just out there a little bit. I mean, Billy heard what I don't I don't I didn't read the um Wikipedia definition and so kinda of, I'm out of the, the loop of the Wikipedia one. For me it sounds very vague. Like it's it's, yeah. it's product you're saved by faith you know, saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ's atonement. Those are kind of the core ideas of it. And then it talks about a little bit, you know, where, you know, what Christianity is and what it is and what pro- evangelicalism is, you know, a thing within Christianity. Yeah, so for sure. It talks about you know, how thing how people are saved. And through Jesus's atonement, right? Which it's one of those kind of you know those pillars of Christianity. You can call yourself this or that. I believe these are theological things, but you have to, when it gets down to it, talk about who saves you and yeah. why you get saved. The, my understanding of evangelicalism, and uh, like I said, I could stand corrected. I think it's it's more leaning towards a movement in the Protestant in this in the Protestant movement actually. So it's actually a movement inside of a movement, a movement inside the Protestant movement that that looks for a, a personal relationship with Jesus. So you the, the the conversion has to be a personal relationship with Christ. And so I think evangelicalism kind of pushed for that, kind of pushed for this knowing of the good news and the good news being that personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, and so I think that that's what evangelicalism at its core, and like I said, I could be stand, I could sta- be stand, like someone could stand, make me stand corrected. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with like just, being called out if I'm wrong in my definition, but I think that's at least what I know of it is that's what it's after. It's kind of that personal relationship with Jesus. Like it was a movement inside the Protestant movement that like Start, looks for a personal relationship. And, with Jesus. and this uh, started in the 1700s and didn't really gain traction until the 1800s. Hmm. But I think the far more interesting thing is how evangelicalism is identified and used to characterize people today. I I personally hold the belief that evangelicalism isn't even really used to describe people who believe in Jesus anymore, but is more is used to um, describe a political power in our world. Because the only time I really ever hear people really talk about evangelicalism, right, is when we talk about it in the political sphere. The fact that uh, this X amount of evangelicals voted like for Trump, X amount of uh, evangelicals uh, support this political view, X amount of evangelicals feel like this. So I think a lot of the time outside of, because like the whole point of evangelicals is not to necessarily give ourselves titles, but it's for people outside of that world to identify us, right? As one community and body. And I think oh, that has completely changed, but uh, we can get into that a little bit later. Hmm. Yeah. For sure, yeah. I think honestly, um, evangelical. I agree. Has been like used with the political stands. You know, when I heard evangelicalism, I hear you know conservative political views. Um, and I wouldn't say honestly. Yeah, I would say that evangelicalism. Probably you will have a lot of people who hold to the evangelical movement that fall in the lines of a conservative political view. Um, but I don't necessarily think that that is. That is that means you're evangelical. Could we have right. liberals that are evangelical? 
Well, if I if I'm right in the definition that it's a personal relationship with Jesus, then if liberals have a personal relationship with Jesus, and that's what they're after, conversions that lead people to a personal relationship, then they could be evangelicals too. Um, so I don't feel like it's either is a political thing at all. Although maybe most evangelicals or a lot of evangelicals or whatever come down to on the conservative side. I think right? in a real standpoint, it's like it. Other people use it as a, as a way to define things politically, right? You don't have to be evangelical and be one political side or other or even care about politics. Um, but that's just the way that it's currently used. I think a lot of people have, a, uh, they coordinate evangelicalism with orthodox Christianity. So, you know, there's like, you know, we there's mostly two words people use. There's evangelical and Christian, right? Mm-hmm. And I think one is linked to kind of an older idea of christianity uh maybe not even not necessarily more conservative but more orthodox more more stricter to the rules is kind of the general perception of what it is even though like you're saying as a term itself it doesn't specifically say that anywhere it doesn't specifically say you have to leave this thing or this thing or be part of this denomination or or hold this specific belief um except for those kind of main pillar things but the word itself because all words change, right? Has a context to it that is more pinned to older versions of Christianity. Yeah. And then just Christian is just kind of generalizes today. Right. So I have a question. Do you guys still identify as evangelical? If somebody was came up to you, like walked to you up in the street and was like, hey, are you evangelical? How would you um, respond to that question? If, if someone handed me a clipboard and they were like, click check off what your thing was, right? Depending on what the other answers are, I either would or wouldn't. If Christian was also listed, I would check Christian. You would have the same thing. But I know, based on the very little that I've read and someone's told me about, yeah, I would be considered an evangelical. And from that definition on Wikipedia, um, I'm in the evangelical voting block. I'm not part of a different religion, and I'm not non-religious. So I would be part of that. But would I go out of my way to say I'm evangelical? I don't know about that. Because it feels like a very, very broad thing. So if I'm talking with, like, another Christian or something like that, I wouldn't necessarily be like, hey, I have to point out I'm evangelical. I don't even know if there's a point to that one. I think right off the bat, I would answer no, I'm not an evangelical, just because I know it's so weighted by all at least like political commentary and political ideas. In my mind and culturally speaking, so many people identify as evangelical and so many people who don't actually practice um, their faith and actually have that personal relationship with Christ, I think right off the bat, I would say like, no, I'm a believer in Christ. I have a personal relationship with Christ. That's who I am. I wouldn't identify myself as evangelical. I think that would be my little protest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, you guys know me. I, I am okay with labels. I'm okay with with being called whatever, you know, whatever you, you which, which you are, you know, if, if that's what the stance is, if that's what this defines you as, I'm okay with you saying that. Although I firmly am grounded in Christian roots and I think that Christianity is my identity. That's what I, I am a little Christ. I am a Jesus follower. That's what I am. But if if the if the evangelical movement is something that I identify with personally, I would say, yeah. So if someone asked me today if I was evangelical, I would say, yeah. And if they flip on me, I say, let's talk about it. Because you guys know me. I just like to talk. Right. I like to sit down and just like have conversations with people about these things. Like, Let's let's go back to see what evangelicalism means. If you don't look at it at its core and look at it for what it says it means, then that's what I am. I mean, I do believe in personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I do believe yeah. in and being after that, being a Bible believing, like solely on scripture, scripture alone, um, um, serving Jesus Christ. That's what I believe. I think that's an interesting point because you're saying Bible believing, right? And there's a lot of people out there who are claim to be Christian, they believe in God, and they believe that if you die, you go to heaven, but aren't necessarily Bible believing Christians. Because I think there's a difference there that 
uh, if you say you're evangelical, let's say you're in, in a secular work environment and your coworker describes you as an evangelical, right? One, would you consider that a positive thing, right? And then two, are you more likely to believe someone described as an evangelical believes in the Bible as opposed to someone who says they're Christian? Because there are a lot of people who are Christian who don't believe in the Bible at all. They believe it's outdated, it's been translated too many times, and it's all metaphors, mm-hmm. right? But I think if you say, hey, I'm evangelical, they go, yeah, this man believes in the Bible. He reads the Bible probably. He's more whatever, right? And I think that's kind of like linking to context to it. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, like based on that Wikipedia post and what your definition is, I would say they're probably the same thing. I mean, yeah, I completely fit within that definition. But when somebody mentions evangelical, it's really hard for me to separate the fact that I know when somebody says evangelical, a lot of people really think of an old white dude in the South who believes in the Bible. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm not old. I'm not a white dude. I'm not from the South. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, is, is that is that thing, right? Is that stereotype? We, we stereotype things, you know? I say I'm evangelical, but I'm black from the Bahamas. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't evangelical doesn't take a stance on ethnic groups or right. where you where you yeah. live or if you have a big beard and drive a, a Dodge Ram truck. You know, mm-hmm. although I like big beards and Dodge Ram trucks, I mean I'm not against those. <laughs> I love those things, but it's just like um, I I don't think that that's what evangelicalism means. I don't think that that's what it's at. So I think as our duty, if we're gonna say that we're evangelical and we believe it, although you don't identify with it because you don't cause conflict. We should still be fighting to explain, like, man, if you're gonna argue against this, like, let's argue against this the right way. Let's let's go after like what this website, God Questions, talks about. It says like, um, this relationship, talking about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, begins with a person re- that when a person receives Christ's forgiveness and is spiritually reborn. Like that's what we're after, right? We want hearts to turn and look to that. Mm-hmm. If that's what evangelicalism is, man, I'm all over that. Mm-hmm. I am evangelical. Like, yeah. name me Devante the evangelicalism. <laughs> <laughs> I think the definition is very easy to identify with, right? Yeah. I, mean, I haven't heard any definition of evangelicalism. Right. We're like, I'm not part of that, right? Yeah. Um, but I think this, the, you were saying, the social it's the cultural aspect of it. That's really it's hard. The, I think it's the, it's the wording of it. But the definition, I think we can all agree, is something that you know a Christian can identify with because that's just what it means, right? Yeah. Um, but the word itself is just kind of attached to something else. It's attached to that stigma that Christians and non-Christians have of what the word evangelical means. Mm-hmm. So based on that, I have a question, right? Yeah. You say you don't use it because you don't want to be kind of confrontational or, or give someone the wrong idea of who you are, right? I don't mind about being. I don't mind being confrontational. What I don't like is the preconceived notion that I believe a certain way just based off of one label because certain me media groups have decided to use that identify identifier and distort it. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Which, I don't know, it makes you wonder the difference between, if you were to say generalize, what's the difference between a Christian a Christian and evangelical then? Because if they're different words, I would assume that they would mean the same thing, though. But one has a good, one has a social stigma attached to it, and the other one doesn't really. Right. So for you, right, what's the difference? Between Christian and evangelical? Yeah. I think Christian is a little bit more of a broad term. I think Christian is really inclusive. It can, it could, quotation marks, uh, include and does include catholics and it could possibly include uh, jehovah witnesses or christians if they want to self-identify that but evangelicalism uh excludes catholicism jehovah witnesses uh mormons and any other group that doesn't strictly align with the idea that jesus christ is our lord and savior we believe in an orthodox view of the bible the bible is what the bible says 
And that's how we're going to live our life as close to as possible to what that Bible says. So I think evangelical is more of an orthodox view, meaning it's more original. It goes to the source of what it originally means and uh, that we're called to make disciples of others. If we're going to look at that word and kind of break it down a little bit more. So I think that's what it is. I think evangelical is more specific and less encompassing. Yeah. I, I wouldn't go as far as to say not um, Catholics, just me personally. I believe that you, I, I'm with you with the Mormons and Jehovah's Witnesses. So yeah, we, yeah. they can identify as Christian all they want, you know. But like, like some, I believe that there are probably some Catholics that believe like, like the only way is Jesus Christ and only faith and trust in him and having a relationship with him could get them um, to heaven, um, to be with him, you know, and I think that's true. So I wouldn't go as far as to say that. But what I don't know, and I'm kind of like low key embarrassed to say this, and I, I don't know, you guys can correct me. I, I, I'm, I love to be corrected because then I don't sound dumb, but this is true. I don't know what is Christianity without evangelicalism. Like, what does that even look like? Like, right, what is not having a personal relationship? If this is like, if this yeah. definition is true, and if you can pull up that Wikipedia definition again, um, it said something about the atonement in there. Um, right. It's both about faith in Jesus Christ's atonement. This is Consists of doctrine of salvation by grace through faith in Jesus Christ's atonement. Exactly. Like, if if it's not that, then what is it? Like, I have never, I guess, I've never asked a question a lot about what if what is evangelical, like, if you're evangelical or not. So, I don't know if people say, no, I'm not evangelical. I am evangelical. But if people who are Christian are not evangelical... Do they say that they don't ascribe to these things? Or they say that they don't believe in the personal relationship? Or they don't have salvation by grace through faith through Jesus Christ's right. atonement? Like, are they saying that? And if so, what is Christianity about that? I, don't know. I think, um, I think, I think people are misinformed in general. Not like in a negative way, but you know, if you don't know about something, you don't know about something. That's not yeah. a big deal. Um, but I think a lot of people would say, no, I'm not evangelical. I'm a Christian, right? And I think what they think evangelical means is not that definition. I think if you presented, are you evangelical, is in, and then the definition, I think they would go, yes, but I don't use that word. Um, but I don't think there's anyone who, when they say they're not evangelical but are also Christian, aren't thinking in that definition. Because I can't think of anything that separates that from the word Christian. Right. I think there's, uh, it comes a lot with branding. So, like, the reason why I separated Catholicism and, like, evangelical Christians is because we strictly identify as Catholics as Catholics and, like, the, the 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 counter to that would either be like evangelicals or like protestants on some level right i may be wrong i'm not sure uh yeah my, protestant yeah so my uh, christian history is a little dusty <laughs> but uh, i think that's kind of how we identify them so that's why i would separate them i think theologically speaking and like logically speaking i do think that christians or catholics do believe in like being born again and they do believe in the message of jesus christ mm. right but um we're not getting into that i think when we come to like what is evangelicalism without christianity i think when we we asked our friend a few days ago the question like hey would you consider yourself evangelical and our friend was very honest was like i have no idea what evangelical what is, means no, you said what is evangelical without christianity or yeah you mean, what is christianity without evangelicalism what's christianity without evangelicalism oh, yeah, yeah, yeah and our friend was very honest and was like i don't even know what evangelicalism means even though we all know that he's 100 evangelical yeah right so i think that's kind of a maybe maybe here's another question maybe christianity can exist without evangelicalism in the terminology and cultural sense because a lot of people are christian and yet don't even know what that actually means 
Yeah. It could be God-believing but not evangelical. Right. I mean, there's a lot of terms that that Christians don't know. Yeah. That, And I'm just going to throw some out there and, like, and like, to, like I'm going to throw some out there. We're not going to talk about this, but yeah. I know a lot of, like, you know, the big one that we talk about is Calvinism and Arminianism. You know how much people don't know about that? Right, Like, yeah. we talk about these things, and I mean, people don't even know about these things. Or, like, dispensational versus covenantal, mm-hmm. you know? Um, what is your eschatology? What is your ecclesiology? What does that mean? You know, like <laughs> know, study of the end times, eschatology, yeah. ecclesiology, study of the church. Like what people don't know these things, but does that mean that they're Christian? Like mm-hmm. they're not Christian because they don't know these these terms? Right. Same thing with evangelicalism. Like like my grandmother, is a, I would say that she's evangelical through and through, but she doesn't even know what that word means. You ask her if she's an evangelical, she'd probably say no. She'd be like, what is that? You mean you mean evangelist? Like that's probably what she would say because a lot of people don't even know that word, and then the people who do know that word just call themselves that because they hear their pastor preach it on a Sunday morning and say that we evangelicals do this or uh, do that, you know. And like I, I I remember sometimes in my sermons I say stuff like that. I say like, man, we are evangelicals, but then I realize that they probably just say that my pastor calls us evangelicals, so I guess we even know. I mean, hmm. yeah, evangelical church, you know, e free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> e free, yeah. yeah, evangelical free church. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's a question: Do you think that evangelical could be used? Because I think it's you know it's a term. Do you think it could be used to separate the difference between like a cardinal Christian and a Christian? Because that's the word we use now, right? We could be like, are they Christian? And then the second word is, are they cardinal Christian? Or how does that work? How does the relationship? Do you want to identify cardinal Christian for anybody who doesn't understand that? Oh, cardinal Christian is someone who like you know it's like culturally Christian because everyone you know the idea is like oh people in the United States used to believe in God and that kind of stuff and everyone did so everyone's parents or grandparents or whatever believes in God. So we all identify as a Christian. Culturally, not everyone, but a lot of people do because they believe in God or have heard of Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they you know, study the Bible or believe in any of the specifics or believe that Jesus has to save them. They have the general belief that, like, you know, good people go to heaven. Um, you know, God like exists. That. God exists. God made stuff. Uh, you know, things like that. Hell's Prayers. a thing. Hell, yeah, hell's a thing. Well, some people don't believe that. Um, you know, things like that. There's a lot of different viewpoints. A lot of people have kind of gotten rid of the difficult parts of Christianity just to continue to believe in God or an afterlife, right? Because, I mean, if you really go 100% the other way, right, which is you don't believe there's anything spiritual that exists, it's a pretty hard cut, right? You have to get it along with the ideas like, once I'm dead, I'm gone. There's nothing that happens to me. I'm not special. My soul is irrelevant. The consciousness that I have is just, you know, it's just like a computer. It doesn't matter. So once I'm dead, nothing happens. I think that's a pretty hard pill to swallow for someone who doesn't really want to think about that. So you could go the other way, right? Which is, well, you're Christian, but I don't want to be fully committed to that. So I believe in God and I believe in heaven. And that's the extent of it. And I believe good people go to hell and, and bad I people go. I mean, good, good people, people go to go heaven, heaven bad, people, bad people, go people go to hell. And what defines a, a bad person is always changing. What defines a good person is always changing. There's no proverbial lines in the sand, you know? Anyone is whatever. Huh. Goes back to the kind of vagueness. I don't know. I feel like... You have a 21-year-old, next 21-year-old, and... 22. 22-year-old sitting down here. We're talking yeah. about evangelicalism and, like, our perspective based upon our age and where we're at with it, you know? Yeah, true. And, like, I, I would be... I'd really be curious to see, like, what someone a generation ahead of us... So, we'll talk about, like, 32, 33, you know, a 10-year gap. What they would think about evangelical and then 42. Like, just to see what what aspect of it... Um, how they look at it. Because I want to see if they would say the same thing. If they would say, like, cardinal is the word you use... Yeah, or like, oh, what I would say is non-authentic, you know, not, not real, authentic. you know, <laughs> Christians. Um, if they would say the same thing, like evangelicals are the real Christians, and then people who call them Christ- themselves Christians 
who are not evangelical. You then have to further define it. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm Christian, and then you go, how? Yeah. You know, actually, I, I would I'm definitely say that it's different because, um, you know, Christianity goes through changes like every 15, 20 years, right? Yeah, like 20 years ago, uh, in the 80s, we had the revival thing, and then in the 20s, it's different than that, and the 40s and 50s, and blah, blah, blah. It changes all the time, right? So that depending on what era you grew up in, I would assume you'd use different words and different people would use different things, right? And, you know, like, just think about my dad, right? He would totally be fine with the term evangelical. He comes from the Billy Graham era. He, yeah, exactly. He would see it as, as a... <laughs> oh, <man>. as a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would see it as a corruption of the word evangelical. From like, oh, people think about evangelical negatively. It's been, it's a word that's been corrupted. He would not see it as, oh, that's what evangelicalism is, right? Because he understands the history of what it used to be, and when you could say, yeah, I'm evangelical, and everyone would understand what you meant. I am. I guess I'm old because I agree with your dad a hundred percent. Yeah, and it depends on where you grew up too. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, there are different people who grow up in different areas and know different people. Yeah. So it's, it's a totally different environment. Yeah, and, and I one hundred percent agree with my dad and Devante. I just think that evangelicalism and the movement itself might be actually dead. Hmm. I don't know about the movement. I think the definition and the under the, under the iceberg stuff is totally fine. I, I think, think I think sense, the movement the, has reallocated itself into different things. I don't think we necessarily have one unified body. Um, and I think maybe that movement has like passed away with like the very the 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 grandfather of that movement was Billy Graham. He's dead. He's gone, and he might have taken evangelicalism with him. Think so? Yeah. I don't think it's dead. What I, I think, it, what I think it is, is at its core, it's still here, and I'm, I pray it's still here, man. If we we're not converting people for personal relationships, man, I need to quit my job. I hope it's still here. I hope it's not dead. <laughs> I think we are. I think we're doing it on like a smaller, more personal level. Yeah, I think we are running away from labels, though. I, I agree. I'm yeah. I'm a, I'm a weird for you. You know I. Although I'm 21 and I, I'm old school, you know, in the sense of like, I like tradition, you know, mm-hmm. I like cathedrals, this weird things. And I do, I agree with you on that side. I think that our generation is running away from labels. We're running away from being called Baptist. You know, you have mm-hmm. a big, big, big move into the non-denominational movement, you know? Right. You know, you, we, we, wanna, we don't want to be called Baptist or Presbyterian. We don't want to be called Calvinistic or whatever. Mm-hmm. We don't want to hear that stuff. We might not believe these things but, or hold to these views, but we don't want that. And right. I think evangelical comes out under that too. We don't want to be associated with evangelicalism. Man, I'm a Jesus follower. That's what mm-hmm. I am. I believe the Bible. I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord, and I have a personal relationship with him. Yeah. That's what we want to say. We don't want to have to say, I'm evangelical, because that's just how our generation... We, that's it's not it specific enough. Yeah. Okay. Even young pastors nowadays um don't want to be called pastors. You know, call me by my first name. Like, me personally, although I like labels, don't want to be called Pastor Devante. <laughs> I just don't. I just feel like that's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What about Brother Devante? Uh, Brother Devante might work. <laughs> but I don't know. Labels are just like, we don't, we don't do, we, we're moving away from that. We're moving away from the era of like, uh, pastor this, pastor so-and-so, like Devante is Devante, you know? Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, we don't, we don't, we don't do that. We, we, for example, at Thrive, director of Thrive, we don't call Tim Pastor Tim. We just call Tim Tim. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like our generation is moving away from labels. I think maybe what it is is we've seen labels because the reason I, um, I, I don't, like run out the way to call myself this or that or whatever, right? It's because people have stigmas attached to certain things, mm. good or bad. Yeah, I think they're just maybe inaccurate based on who that single person is. And I think we have seen throughout the last certain amount of years labels that have been gone from good to bad to good and gone through different things, mm-hmm. right? So we're like, I don't know if I want to be associated with that kind of thing because bad is very easy to stick out in someone's head, right? right. I mean, if someone like say you're in, you know in, like you're in a work environment and someone knows someone is like, oh, I have been harmed in the past by someone who labeled themselves as evangelical. That's just that one person, right? But you don't want to be attached to that negative label. 
right? You don't want to give something a bad name or take on a bad name that something already has. Right. And because of that, you go in, uh, you go in with no cards. You're like, I have no labels or whatever. Just get to know who I am. Mm-hmm. And through that, you define who I am, mm-hmm. right? Um, a good example, right? When my mom was telling me, she's a high school teacher, right? And her students all thought she was one way politically, right? Cause she's like, oh, you're a teacher and blah, blah, blah. You care about people and all this other stuff, right? And then um, she's also, as a side quote, she's from Argentina. She didn't grow up in this country. So they thought, oh, you are obviously this one political party, right? You're obviously a Democrat or a liberal because you care about students and you feed us and stuff like that, right? And you and you are Argentinian and you're from a different country, right? And she's like, no, I'm, I'm conservative. I, I'm a Christian. I believe in this other stuff. And they were like, no, you must be confused about what your own <laughs> term is. Yeah, it's like her students were like, you must be confused. You're not really a Republican. You can't be, right? And I think that exact kind of thing, if she came in with it the other way, she was like, hey, guys, I'm Republican. Her students would immediately be like, well, then you can't care about people and all stuff, right? Well, their stigma's attached to that word. Yeah. Right? But I don't even know she That's would... That's very dangerous. I don't even think she would call herself a Republican. I think she would just call herself conservative. I think herself she calls herself conservative. conservative. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah I don't yeah. think she calls her Republican anymore. And I think a, a lot of people just kind of like mentioned like lay the groundwork it says yeah our generation is moving a certain way and i think a lot of people use it as a cop-out to be like oh the millennials they're snowflakes they're not they're not they they crumble really easily but you have to understand that like people have been like fighting over labels all of the time and uh it's just like general every generation goes through a new thing and every generation goes through these exact same cycles and somewhat i think there is more information now than ever before well, yeah so you sure can google something right and see a, a, a belief about that and it didn't used to be i think organizations used to be way more bulletproof back when you couldn't get constant information right. about them things right? have 100 something about them things have 100 changed uh to the fact but us as humans fundamentally speaking humans do the same thing over and over and over and over again mm. we are literally an algorithm Right. And time is those variables that we keep plugging into that algorithm. I think we react and act to things the same way. But I don't know if we repeat the same cycles because things do change in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a harder thing to define than that. Yeah. I think I think we're moving. We're moving in a place where. um, Like I said earlier, like we're moving away from labels and we just like our generation. And I know I I interact with the generations to come once more of. I guess, a personal relationship with leaders as well. We want leaders to be more personable. Um, when you put a label on something, when you put like, like uh, if I tell my youth kids, uh, I'm an evangelical guy, you know, they don't, why would I want to talk to this Bible Thumping. nerd <laughs> type of, saying this even whatever word. Yeah. Like, I feel like they don't want that. They just want like, hey, that's Devante. He's the, he's the youth guy around here. You know, he, yeah. he, he uh, he believes that you have a personal relationship. Like they don't want to see say that word. You know, you don't want to like go. Right, yeah. And I think that it's true because it has a stigma in their head already. You know, yeah. it already has this mindset. And we don't only do that with evangelicalism. We do that with anything. We do that with everything. Yeah. yeah. We we put prerequisites or, or presuppositions on anything we hear. You know, mm-hmm. I hear about an Argentinian guy, and I want to know he probably likes soccer. And he speaks Spanish when he's home with his family, but when he's out, he, he speaks English very well. Like you put all these things, some. But I, I know, I know a guy who who is from a Spanish descent who didn't know how to speak Spanish. Yeah. At all. Happens all the time. Yeah. yeah. Well, you just he didn't know it. He doesn't know anything about soccer. Yeah. He likes burgers and hot dogs. Yeah. Or like me, I'm I'm a, I'm a weird breed. I don't like seafood, and I'm from the Bahamas. I don't even know how to swim. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like I like trucks and guns and homeschool. 
That's just weird. <laughs> homeschool. You know, like, that's just me. Like, that's just me. I was homeschooled. I don't like homeschool. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I guess at this point, it just labels do more harm than good, I guess. That's the question. Yeah. And maybe, like, that's something I need to look into, too, because I like labels. I think it's okay. I think, actually, on a macro level, maybe they do more harm than good, but on a micro level, they don't. Because yeah. on a micro level, you go, that guy's evangelical, but I know what he's about. Yeah. I know Devante, he says he's evangelical, but I know that Devante's a good guy because he's told me about his stuff and, and you know. I've been with him. But if you point to the larger group, a faceless group, labels are bad for faceless groups. Well, I kind of just, like, when people kind of bring up the idea of, like, wanting to keep labels, I kind of, like, and and labels eventually kind of just moves on to, like, stereotypes and people, like, the reason why we have stereotypes is because they have a piece of truth to them. And I'm just, like, why would you try to be fitting people into a puzzle that kind of fits, but not really all the way, mm-hmm. right? Or like, why don't we give each other the chance to actually present ourselves instead of having to label ourselves as one huge blanketed group. I think a lot of the time, I think it's better to give each other that room. And that's why I kind of like, yeah, I understand evangelicalism. I understand the literal definition of them, but I also view and understand and interact with the cultural definition of evangelicalism. And that cultural uh, definition of evangelicalism has been completely twisted, right? And it's been completely infected by this world that doesn't understand Christianity, that I'm 100% happy to ditch that identifier, right? For a chance to have a personal relationship with somebody and actually show God's love through that personal relationship. Yeah. Right? Because through and through, I am an evangelical. I'm like 100% an evangelical. I die today. I'm in heaven, right? But it's just one of those things of I don't necessarily think that it's necessary. Well, and it kind of protects us. I don't know. Did God predestine it? I'm not sure. <laughs> so, um, a little Calvinist Armenian jokes there. Um, so, it's it's kind of like one of those things of maybe it is a really good idea for us to protect ourselves from the really small group of people who are really, really loud. And those really, really loud people can be really, really damaging. And I think it's one of those things of, I think the Christian community has taken, at least in the past like 50 years, has taken a lot of missteps, right? In representing ourselves. I think a really good example would be the LGBTQ plus community. I don't think we interacted with them well at all. And I think we're like seeing a lot of the repercussions. Because like, how many times have you heard somebody who is LGBTQ friendly and says, Christians hate gay people. That's not true at all. That's a complete misconception. And that's something that all of us now have to work together to overcome and redefine, right? So I think maybe taking down those overarching overarching definitions might be a good idea because things have changed. We have more technology. We have more big data. We have more access to anything else, right, than anything before. And guess what? We have louder voices than ever before. I can pick up my phone and I can start tweeting away, right? And I can either cause good or bad for the uh, the body of Christ. Yeah. So I think maybe I, it's just one of those things. Question about that on a practical side, though, because I was thinking about it. If you lose all the labels, then how do you interact with people within that community? Mm-hmm. If you go, like, say, you go into a music store and you're like, I want to find jazz. And they go, we don't label anything anymore because people should just listen to the songs. Are you going to listen to all 30,000 plus songs in a, in a that store? That is true, man. I don't know. Because if, if you're out there looking for a church, right? We got no churches with labels. 
You're gonna have to stop by for a hundred Sundays. Johnny swings back with fire. Oh, that's a good point, Johnny. I don't, man, I don't know how much time we're in, but that's just open the next can of worms because that's one of the reasons I still hold on to labels. Um, man, that's so good. So think about it that way. The music store analogy worked great. Let me show you why. Because if you're looking for rap music versus jazz music, right? Mm-hmm. And they say we don't label anything. You just listen and get to know the music. Get to know what like what yeah get to know like if the song is rap or jazz get to know that but i never heard jazz i'm coming looking for this this i never heard jazz a friend told me about jazz so i'm coming to look to see what jazz is but i don't know a jazz sound so i can listen to be listening to something that's not jazz i think it's jazz because i don't know yeah same thing with christianity oh, right? so you you we, we telling people we don't want to be evangelical you know we we, we want to drop the labels so we said we could send people into the wrong places mm. well then we're not evangelical we could go well mormons talk about jesus christ that's and they say point. they're christian too yeah i mean man that, that opened up a big i didn't even think about that until you said it just now like that opens up a big can of worms there because like maybe labels are not all bad it, it may be like calling yourself this type of church maybe might send somebody there and hopes of i wanted to uh, my friend who's a christian say i might resonate the way i do things so i'm not really I'm still seeking. I'm not really into faith things, but I resonate better with more of a reading style of liturgical style of worship. And so mm-hmm. my friend told me, I might I might fit in better with like a Lutheran or traditional Lutheran church, you know, or a traditional Presbyterian church or a traditional Nazarene church, you know? I'm so, but what if no, no other church is labeled like that? Then how is yeah. supposed to find which one of those it is? I end up in Harvard Covenant right. because and then loud drum music and a nice modern service, but I am not really going for that. I'm going for more of a traditional style of hymns. Right. So I have to search all these churches until I find that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. how do you, you know? I think that's an interesting aspect yeah. because um, I used to really like, when I was up a couple years ago, I was like, why do denominations even exist, right? I had a very a strong sense of like, it's just a bad idea. We just, we've deconstructed everything to a point where things are bad and people have different political, different views and ideas about things and interpret things differently. I was like, that doesn't make sense. We should all be one, in, one person unified, right? And then I remember someone told me, like, what about if a different style fits the way you want to, fits your personality in a better way right what if you you know the best example that they gave me is like what if you're an alcoholic you're an ex-alcoholic right you want to be in a church that is a dry church right you want to go to a church where no one is going to have beers on you know july 4th because it's better for you yeah that doesn't mean it's bad for other people right exactly it'd be totally fine for them to go to a church where you know people do drink whenever they want it doesn't matter right they're they are in control of it but as me as like a person who blah, blah, that kind of stuff right you want to find a church that fits. So like maybe going to a Baptist church or something like that, or going to a Nazarene church would be a good idea. But if you don't have that labor, what, what label, what if you get yourself in trouble in that situation? You go into a church where things not only are not the way that specifically you like them, or not like them, but not the way that they fit with you, but maybe they even do the opposite, right? Mm. right? What if you go into a church, like I know a bunch of, um, so I, I've been to a bunch of churches, you know, tons of them all over the place, right? And I've been to churches where the majority of the population was pretty old, right? Um, past baby boomer actually and they had a strong distrust of churches that like you would go into and they have cameras and lights and smoke and fog machines and all that kind of stuff right they go into church they instantly don't trust who's ever talking because they're like why do they need all this production stuff yeah. why do they need to record it why do they need to put it on a website why do they need to put it on YouTube all that kind of stuff right why would they need any of that and they have an instant distrust of it right and for that if they go in and sit in that message the entire time they have a level of what is it it feels to them like the pastor's being inauthentic, right? And that might even be a bad thing. Great message, but they didn't believe at that time right. because of the way it was presented, 
exactly. I don't think I'm advocating for the complete dissociation of labels itself. I think I'm advocating probably just like a new, maybe lighter label. I think Christianity itself works. I don't think that has been heavily stained. And, but also there's a kind of like a pitfall to our conversation in general, because the fact is that evangelical is a worldwide label. And even though all of us, all three of us have been to other countries and all three of us have lived in other countries for a considerable amount of time, um, at least I personally, I don't know how, what type of impact or what type of weight the word evangelical really holds. Like in one of my own countries, Argentina, I don't know what type of weight that holds. I know I it's, know it's 100%. I, it's positive. I know what, yeah, I know 100% it's like way more positive yeah. than it is here because for all intents and purposes, Argentina is like very, very Christian. You're either Catholic or you're Christian. It has the same so, weight as like, if you think about Catholics here, right? People think, when you say Catholic, besides like the negative side of it, but they said the bigger side is like, they help people, right? Mm -hmm. They provide homes for orphans and they feed people and all this other kind of stuff. And, you know, and that's the longer, more lasting tradition than the newer stuff that's happened in recent years. That's right. the thing that people mostly think about, right? And in Argentina, that's how they think about evangelicals. They go to towns and they build people's houses after hurricanes. They provide water. They do right. They they give uh, schooling to kids. They teach people how to read. That's how evangelicals are seen in um, in Argentina, because that's just what they've done, right? Right. They go to native tribes there and they teach them how to read. And here it's completely associated with something different. Here it's uh, the people who protest uh, gay rights and the people who voted for Trump. Those yeah. are evangelicals in America. That's actually a voting law. They say white evangelicals are a block. Right. They used to, you know, like if you go, if you watch the news or whatever, that's what they use. To me, a, evangelicals thing. have become a political power, right? In the and, U.S. Like and, in the U.S. itself, and has become identified as a white political power. And not that there's anything wrong with those people having power. It's just that the message of Jesus Christ is not meant to be a political power mm -hmm. in the U.S. Mm -hmm. government. That's not how it's supposed to be. Uh, the, the, the the message of Jesus Christ and the power that that message brings is that it's transcendental. It goes across all things and it reaches all people in all lands of all different cultures and communities who di speak different languages and identifies this and that and whatever, right? And I think that's the power of the message of Jesus Christ. And that's the power that God has it's given It's supposed that. to be beyond politics. It's beyond saying. politics. So that I think that's why I... I love politics, but I also hate the fact that my personal relationship with Jesus Christ has been identified as a political power and as a political sector. Hmm. I don't like that. I, I think that does a disservice to uh, what the Bible teaches us and uh, like the power that the Holy Spirit could use us to do because we're being like held back by this, this label that has been weighed down by all of these political associations. But like Devante, I don't know if you have a thought or not, but I have a question for you. Like in the Bahamas, evangelical, like what do you, do you have an understanding of like what type of weight that label carries over there? To be honest, I didn't hear the word until I came here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So maybe it does. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it does over there. I don't know if it has a weight. Um, for me personally, I just knew that I never heard the word before I came here, but I heard about well, having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I want I wonder if it's just not a prominent word there and just like nobody even like identifies themselves. I don't know, but I don't know. identify as then? As believers. Believers? Christian, is yeah. it believers or Christians? Christian or believers. You'll hear people oh, okay. say we're believers over Christians, you know. So it's just, it's how it is. But then again, in the Bahamas, there's a lot of 
believers, you know, quotation marks, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's very Christian nation, you know? Yeah. But I don't really hold to that as in if it's a Christian nation or not. We can talk about something about that later. But, um, yeah, we, I don't know. I don't know how it is. You know, I think you actually think about terms and stuff like that, which think lighter, but more specific. Born again Christian is a term that I've heard of a million years over like my entire life that they, that's what they use. If you're gonna like, there's Christian in general, but if you go, I'm a born again Christian, that's the term, right? I, I don't remember when that term came from born again, but there's a definitive, like, that's where people started calling them that to define what they were. I think that's probably what the new version of that label is, hmm. or more specific of than just Christian. So I think I, I have a, we have some application of what we talked about today. Like, you mentioned getting to know the person, know the person, know who they are, you get to know who, like, who they are and you'll kind of identify them and who they are versus like a label but on, a, on the other side labels are not all bad maybe mm-hmm. we should have some way to label us like so, so people can kind of know okay this guy is a little bit okay you know he's not mm-hmm. insane you know and so I don't know for our listeners who are out there just like like maybe sum up like what you know actually uh, on a thought on that because I was thinking what's the difference between the word evangelical and all that kind of stuff and the smaller labels that people don't know like Nazarene Presbyterian, right? If you say Nazarene Presbyterian, all those other ones, two two general people, they don't know what they mean. Yeah. Right? So I mean, like that could be a next thing. The denominations, like that could be a next podcast. Like how yeah. we could open up on that. Like, what's the good and bad of having denominations, and like how how what what are some of views or how worship style and stuff like that yeah. of different things? We could open up on I that think, too. Well, I think the thing that that happened differently between those is that one is used very heavily, mm-hmm. right? People lean on the word evangelical which is why it has more value than people lean on the word something else, right? And I think whenever people support themselves based on a word, then it gets changed from what its original value is. So I think, like you're saying, to sum up, I think maybe we need to less lean on our terms, but still have them, right? Yeah. If someone asked us specifically for a term, we could have it available, but don't use it as something to lean on or a crutch to define yourself. I think you should define yourself, and then from that definition of yourself, if there's a label for it, then you know there's the label. But do not define. I wouldn't go front end. Maybe like saying if you're on a website looking through a church, you're gonna be able to find what kind of denomination they are. But you're not gonna find on the front church. Hey, here's what we are. You know they're gonna start with who our pastor is, what our congregation is like, where we are. Right. You've got the front end of getting to know someone, but a label does exist. Yeah. So I think maybe we should, if you were to talk about in a general thing, maybe stop leaning on the word, stop leaning on a powerful label. Yeah. I think just in general, uh, like first thing comes first is i think a lot of these topics are complicated and i think we are called to be informed about these topics and i think god has given us a brain and therefore we should use that brain Hmm. and i think a lot of christians and i know a lot of people and sometimes even i've done this before where i just believe in something and i jump two feet into that something and i'm like this is what i believe it's black and white and there's nothing complicated about it and this is it and i kind of ignore the fact that if I take the time to actually properly inform myself, right, to get to point A, to point B, to point C, right, that I know about that specific topic or what I believe in better than I ever have. And that makes me more secure in my faith than anything else. Yeah, yeah. So, I think ultimately God gets the glory and praise. I think that um, at the end of the day, we're here to glorify God. And regardless mm-hmm. of our labels, like, I hope that's our purpose. I hope that that's mm-hmm. what we're doing. Um. I'm like you too. You know, I have to look back and humble myself. And I can be very prideful in that area. You know, mm-hmm. you have a theological view. You jump two feet into that and that's the right thing. 
but you realize how much you don't know about God if you really dig into it. Like what we do is we surface level ourselves. We, mm-hmm. we jump into it two feet enough to know enough about it mm-hmm. so we could be able to sound like we got it. But if you really dig into it, you realize how complicated it is and we just don't know how mighty and how big God is. And like, man, you think you know about him, but really, ah, you, yeah. you, you it, it's way more in depth than, you know, he's, he's, the, he's the part of the clay. You know, he makes this thing go. And I think that I, I, I love that about him and how he, he wants us to be a part of that. And so, mm-hmm. and so I hope that if whoever listens to this will understand that whatever he stands, evangelicalism, not want to say about, talk about evangelicalism, whatever, God should get the glory regardless. Make sure that that's the ultimate mm-hmm. goal. Make sure like, like I know us three in here want to give God glory regardless of how that label stands. And so like, I pray that people will hear that. Like, man, I hope God be glorified. If I say I'm not evangelical, but I wanted to, and I, but I believe in a personal relationship, but let me explain that so God can be glorified. So people right. think I'm a heretic. On the other side, Make sure I explain that I'm not like what the political thing placed me as, as an evangelical. Mm-hmm. Like explain what you are and what you mean so that God can get glory, glorified from that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Show the important stuff yeah. front and center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, thanks everybody so much for listening to the podcast today. We will be back hopefully next week and let us know what you thought about the, our conversation today. Make sure to give us a review, like it, share it with all of your friends who may find this interesting. And on that note... See ya. Have a good week. Bye. (laughs) We just wanted to give a quick shout out to Ryan for showing us a little bit of love and support. Thank you.